What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Championship Leadership Podcast, and uh, I'm excited. We've got Grant Aldrich here from OnlineDegree.com, a founder and CEO of, of that company as well, as a, and he's coming out of Thousand Oaks, California. We were just talking about a former training camp uh, location for the Dallas Cowboys and also uh, some great old Westerns like uh, the show Bonanza that I think we've probably all heard of before, too, so. Uh, anyways, that has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about today, but, uh, you know, fun little facts. So thanks for, thanks for being here, Grant. Hey, Nate, thanks for having me, man. I know how funny, right? That that's like the claim to fame for Thousand Oaks, right? You know, training <laughs> no camp doubt. for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. By the way, as I said, I still remember as a little kid walking up to, because you could go watch the practices, walking up to Herschel Walker at the time, walking up to that guy, asking for his autograph. And you would just, which, just what a gentleman awesome guy he was and then now a treat for me looking all these years now watching that guy on youtube he's just an animal yeah well yeah what was it like man that guy's like a specimen still to this oh. day physical specimen he's just like incredible shape and, he is uh, i know and plus athlete. like his it's his you know his work ethic it's just yeah. it's so impressive and uh, i know i love watching that guy for just inspiration yeah absolutely well, let's, let's, let's get into this. What uh, championship leadership is the name of the podcast here. What is, what comes to mind for you or what does championship leadership mean to you when you hear that? Wow. I, to me, I think of two things. The first is anything that you're doing, you have to be a leader in that field or in that movement. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I tell this to my kids. I've got three young kids and I've reflected a lot on the lessons that I'm going to be teaching them. One of the things is you have to embody the leadership that you want in anything that you're doing. So to me, right now, what I'm in, I'm in uh, higher education, and I'm absolutely trying to lead and trumpet affordable education. And I have to embody that. You've got to, you have to, you have to really become and uh, the change that you want to be and become a leader as a result. Mm-hmm. And then I think the second thing about that is that you have to also be something that, you know, leading is all about people. And so you have to be able to lead you know, all, the personal, all the personal and work connections that you have in the organization and partners 
to also, you know, get to what that goal is, that vision you have for whatever you're trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. What, uh, we'll, we'll talk, talk then a little bit about uh, what it is that you do. Uh, I mentioned, obviously, already in the intro and, and just as we're coming on, CEO, founder of OnlineDegree.com, which is very interesting to see how you kind of got onto that path for yourself. And, and I know you guys are doing some other things now moving into certifications as well that we can talk about a little bit too. But yeah, just tell, tell the listeners a little bit more about you and kind of how you've, you found your way to what you do today. Yeah, well, you know, I, I really started out with just a mission, which was that I wanted to change higher education or college. I mean, I don't think anybody, you know, every day you can go on the newspaper and see an article about how it's become unaffordable, it's not accessible, too many people are not getting access to education. So that was, that was what I wanted to change. I said, I'm going to make college affordable and accessible for everybody. And that really led me on this journey. And now about three years ago, um, with just that, just that uh, guiding light. And what we've created is at onlinedegree.com, unlike a normal path to college, you can get started instead online in 60 seconds, no applications, no interviews, no entrance exams, start taking college level courses towards your degree for free. And then we offer all these additional things like support services, we get you discounts at the university where you're gonna go. So it's a modern alternative to the community college system. And by doing so, we've made it now so accessible for anyone to just take that path, no matter what their busy schedule is, what their finances are, or anything that's going on in their life, they can just wade into the pool instead of jumping in like they had to do prior. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Like um, you talked about championship leadership and what it means and what it is to you. And then obviously, you know, that's, you see, I'm seeing that in yourself as being that leader in an industry. And, and I don't know too many people. It seems like when you just talk about it, right, how, how do we make it online education or college education accessible and affordable to everyone? And, and it sounds like a cool idea, but I, I don't know that I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to lead this movement to actually make that happen. And just the thought of the, the overwhelm of what it would take to really go and to do that. What was it in for you that really drew, drove you to not, not only just have a cool idea and be like, oh, that'd be neat to like creating it and going out and doing it and building it. Well, I mean, I think that's partly because I'm a masochist and <laughs> I, I enjoy these, these awfully <laughs> difficult challenges. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess you have to be or, or just, you know, not very bright. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe all the above. A little of both. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, you know, you know what happened was this is a, so I give a little bit about my backstory. I, the reason I started this was that I had some prior success. I've been in startups my whole career. And after about 13 years of being in startups, I had a couple exits under my belt. And at that point, I realized how unhappy and unfulfilled I had been in the prior endeavors. And, you know, going even further back, that's, the irony is, is that when I was a little kid, I've always wanted freedom. And I've always, and, that, and freedom was not about money. It was just about creative expression, doing what I wanted to do and all these things. And over the, that first 13 years of my career, and a lot of people can relate with this, I became a slave in my pursuit of freedom. And, and it's so easy. It happens just, you know, one little, um, one little click of the chain at a time, you know? And I realized that I wasn't doing things that made me happy. I didn't really know myself. And I, um, yeah, I was bound to change that. So 
coming off of that experience, I had this really inflective period where I really asked myself, what do I want to do? And part of it was that I wanted a big challenge that I would be passionate about to fix and really enjoy going to work every day. So that just naturally gravitated towards education. I grew up in a family of educators. I left college with a ton of debt. I'm like, you know, this system's broken. It's not just broken for me. It's broken for everybody. And, uh, and just rife with opportunity to fix. And so, you know, it's back to your point. Yeah, it was such a daunting thing to try to come in and say, because you've got this monolithic industry that's very slow and cumbersome, but the challenge and the reward, if you could do it right, would be so high. And that's what really excited me. Yeah. How is it that the first year is free? I saw that and that stuck out to me. I was like, that's cool. Number one, that's, that's amazing. But yeah, how do, how do you, how do you pull that off? What's well, thank you, man. Yeah, it was. Well, I'll tell you, that was actually one of the hardest parts of the story. And like, the message I would tell people is that, you know, you have to, it's not easy to upend a market yeah. and to change an industry. But because yeah. as we all know, tuition is synonymous with education. It just is. Mm-hmm. So, but when I was looking at the problem, I, look, I knew that we had to make it free because to, there's an estimated 35 to 40 million working adults who want to upskill or get a degree, but who are not taking that first step. And so then I thought, well, why? Well, it's because we're all busy adults. And, you know, if there's any little problem, we just think about it in our minds, we never do it. Yeah. Because one, let's say there's the, the financial impediment. Hey, I can't, I can't justify this right now. I've got some financial issues, you know, whatever it is. There's the um, physical aspect, the, that kind of impediment. Mm-hmm. Hey, I can't leave work in the middle of the day to go take classes at a community college. That doesn't yeah. work for me. And then finally, you know, I, it's the psychological Am I going to be successful in an online classroom? Am I going to be able to manage my time? So when you think about crafting a solution that will solve all those things, it has to be free at the top because you have to give people the ability to get in there and prove all those things to themselves that they can do it and that yeah. it will work for them. It is affordable. All of those things. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> coming up with a model to make it free is not easy. I'll be honest. That yeah, was one of the toughest things. Because I remember like early on. You're funding just, for that. Hey, I got this great business idea. And by the way, we're going to give the first, first year away for free. <laughs> right. That too. Yeah, exactly. Well, kind of a, in a funny story can illustrate this. Um, most people don't realize that in the, if let's say, you know, obviously you need a lot of vendors to support you in, in like sure. an online education. Almost all of them charge based on tuition. Let's say you go to a vendor, you say, hey, how much is the service going to be? It's going to, they always say, well, it's, you know, $40 a month uh, based on your tuition or whatever that is. I said, yeah, but we don't have tuition. It's going to be free. I need a bulk rate. They're like, what? Well, it just, well, what do you charge tuition? Like, we don't. (laughs) So getting past people in the early days was very challenging at first. So the way that I crafted the system, so now that kind of gave the setup, it's all supported by the universities. So it's obvious probably of how we benefit a consumer, right? We lower the cost of education, help you get there faster, try it out on your time, explore topics that are interesting to you. It's probably all pretty intuitive. Mm-hmm. But the universities have an immense benefit as well, because what's a little known fact is that universities have a very difficult time finding great students. Yeah. For them, a great student is someone who's going to come prepared, know how to learn in an online environment, which isn't always you know, immediately obvious, uh, persist through their program. And so because of that, what students don't realize is as they go through our process and they're on the platform, they're becoming better students. 
And so as they become better students, they're more desirable to all the schools. And so all the schools, it's completely sponsored and provided for by the universities on the platform. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So it really created like a win-win. Like the whole yeah. goal is to yeah. help people get back to school and help universities get better students. So it's, it's a win mm -hmm. for everybody. Yeah, that's great. I love it. That's a great idea. What's, um, who, who are some of the championship leaders that you've had in, in your past um, that maybe have impacted you and, and what is it about them? Like, yeah, what's really kind of sticks out to you that what are those characteristics maybe that they've had that, that you, uh, that you've resonated with and maybe even have kind of helped mold you as who you are as a championship leader. This is not an easy one. I'll admit, I got a lot of guys who have got, who yeah, left some that. pretty profound marks on me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'll start with one. Uh, there's a guy named Marcus Friend. And people probably have never heard his name, but he was the founder of the dating website called Plenty of Fish. Oh, wow. And so, um, and most people have heard of that platform. It's one of the yeah. largest dating sites in existence. Anyway, Marcus is an incredible guy. He built that company, right, which became one of the largest dating sites in, in the world by himself. Wow. He had no employees. He had no, he was just him. And what, and if you think about today, how incredible that is when yeah. companies are raising money, they've got a thousand employees, right? And yeah. it was just one guy. That's and amazing. so to me, I love following him as inspiration because it shows the power of what one motivated entrepreneur can do. Mm -hmm. And now I'm not saying you necessarily need to do that. And I haven't been able to do that, right? I've got a lot yeah. of people who support me and it's awesome, right. but it, it changes your dynamic in a sense and that it, it'll, it, it teaches you that, Hey, I can do this with a lot less. We don't have to have a lot of bloat because that also ties in with another thing that for me, I'm a big person on keeping your expenses low lean as possible for someone who wants to become an entrepreneur, gives you more runway. It, um, it lowers your stress. Um, there's all these reasons why that's a big deal. And so he was a really big, cause like I, you look at that guy, like, wow, he did it. That's amazing. Yeah. Other kind of leaders. Another one would be uh, a couple other. Uh, there's a guy named uh, Ludwig von Mises, who's a um, he's an economist. And the reason why, to me, he was such an amazing leader was because um, not to go too much in the story. Your listeners can look him up, but he was a um, kind of a free market. He was the free market economic leader. And when he came in, he came from emigrated to the United States. He had this very he was correct in free market economics, but he was also, it was not popular at the time, right? Yeah. Big government spending and all this stuff. Right. And so he, uh, so he was not popular. And at any point in his career, he could have foregone his opinions and his principles to take a very cushy role at any of the universities at the time, but he didn't. And he never got one of those. And so one of the most brilliant thinkers, of the 20th century, never got that cushy position because he was not willing to compromise his principles. And I love him. For that. Yeah. That's a lot to be said for that. Right. Because yeah. it, it is, it's uh, you know, I don't know if it's more so today or not, just because of social media and the news and, and how fast things can travel. But, but uh, to have, to have an unpopular opinion, especially today, and then to be able to stick to that and not give into the peer pressure and, and maybe take the easy road. Uh, it's, it can be difficult and, can be, and yeah. So anyone that can have that conviction in themselves and that faith in their, their beliefs and who they are, it's, that's definitely stands out for sure. 
Oh, man, you're totally right. In this world, like you said, where, I mean, opinions are so fickle and they just, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's all dictated by what the crowd, you know, populism. And that's very dangerous. I think that yeah. people need to have strong convictions and principles, regardless of what it is. You, I mean, I may not agree with everybody, but I, I applaud and I respect someone who has a lot of conviction. But you're right that we just don't see that. No, and I mean, it's in a way, it's kind of understandable because it is. There's just so many people that just want to attack if, if you don't align with, with them. And uh, it's too bad. It, it's, it's, it's sad to see. So hopefully we can, uh, hopefully, I don't know, maybe something through, through everything that we're going through today, right, with the COVID-19 and, and the curve flattening and the social distancing. I don't know if there's a way that we could come out of this a little bit different or realize that. It's okay and that we love connection and we can people and opinions it's okay to have different opinions but uh i do see that playing out today too so i don't know uh, but, i agree uh, yeah man i agree we talked a little bit you know you, you mentioned uh before we hit record actually that not only is it going to be online degrees but also certifications and so that kind of plays into my question around like what's the vision for you and where do you want to go and what are you trying to do to do and and accomplishing the impact that you want to make around, you know, maybe the short term, five, 10 years from now. Yeah. Well, you know, my goal has always been that this becomes the platform for people to begin their journey to college or any kind of higher education. Mm -hmm. And I think we're, we've made some real, um, you know, real headway on that. And my, initially when we launched, I wanted to prove out the concept and we did it first with degrees only. So if someone was degree bound, we've got all these discounts at schools, university partners, and, um, and it went incredibly well. Yeah. Had a lot of great press, all these things. And so it was always on my radar to expand past those offerings because a degree is a great option for many people, but not for everyone. Yeah. And sometimes a certification could be um, another great pathway for someone who's very career oriented. Like, for example, you know, medical billing and coding, great career, pays very well. Yeah. And um, so, you know, we, we provide the, the training and the certification program for that. Okay. It's far, it's, it only takes six months. It's far mm -hmm. cheaper. So there's all these great things like that. Out there. So we just launched on the platform where now, um, yeah, we've got all these different options for our students. It's a really big deal. So now I guess, you know what it does? It just completed the picture. So yeah. when someone's there, We've got all the different options for them to upskill. Uh, and, uh, and I think it's going to be a very big deal. It's already been really popular. And so, you know, for the next five years, I think we're just going to keep building awareness and eventually getting better opportunities for our students, better deals for our students. Because right now, for example, the student comes on and let's say they're, they want to go to um, University of Maryland, it's the top public school in the country. Mm -hmm. You know, you can not only take 15 courses towards your degree uh, or 44 units. We, they also give our students a 25% discount. That's an wow. immense discount. Yeah. That's not a scholarship, no applications, no nothing. Really? Just boom, right off the top because they know that our students are going to be prepared when they show up. Yeah. And so if you think about that, that's almost like cutting the cost of a degree in half. So I know that on the platform, we're going to continue to get offers like that with every university in the country and to expand, you know, the current offers we already do have. So it becomes 50, 60%. We're going to do it. It's just going to take, you know, a little bit more time, but we're, we're getting there. I love it. Is this something that you see yourself continuing to build and, and stay a part of, or is, is there a strategy for you to, to, to build this up to a certain point and then to kind of move on to something different? 
Yeah, you have to go through that uh, that you know that soul searching moment, right? If someone just yeah. you know drives up a truck of money in front of you, <laughs> but uh, but no, you know that was another part. Kind of going back to my earlier um, my earlier point about you know what do you you know what do I want? Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to bail out at a certain point. So I I want to be in this for perpetuity. And so yeah. even if at one point I feel that there's another group that could come in and add real value the platform yeah. and that we couldn't structure a partnership. It had to have been something where we merge the entities together. Okay. Mm-hmm. So be it. Sure. But I always want to be in. Yeah. 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 It's your baby. It's your thing. And that's it. it's, it's your passion as well. So yeah, I love that. What would be, you know, I love this question. It's probably my favorite question when I, uh, on these podcasts is really, you know, the, the difficult moments, the critical moments, the defining moments, turning points inside of your life where, you are where you are today because of the, the decisions that you've made. And I think championship leaders, they have this, they're willing to make those decisions even when they're just not sure. I think what makes it so hard is, you know, it's a, it's a big, it's a big decision and, but you just don't know how it's going to play out. Right. But you just kind of trusting your gut and you're trusting what it is that you, like you said, you know what you want and it's going after it with no guarantee that it's going to work out or not. Right. And that's what makes it so hard. And that's what cre- causes so many to not, go after it. And there's a lot of outside pressure. Sometimes it's like, Oh, don't do that. You're good here. You're safe. Like, why would you even do that? Like, no, you're going to ruin your life, whatever. Right. So is there a moment that sticks out in your mind where you can share with us? Obviously you, you did make the decision that you have and it, and so you, you are where you are today, but life could look very different. Had you not. Yeah. I'll tell you, you know what it was? It was actually getting back into it and starting this venture again. If you can yeah. imagine, I, by the time that I had sold those two prior companies, you uh-huh. know, I was toiling away through my 20s for, um, it was almost like a 13-year stint, maybe 12 years. Yeah. And at that point, my wife was pregnant. I was about to be a family man. And, you know, from that point to knowingly, right? Like, now this, you can't plead ignorance, right? I know yeah. what it's like to go back right. into a startup and yeah. to suffer for years as you get it off the ground and yeah. to no guarantee of success and all these things. I, I look back at it now, I'm like, wow, that was a bold, <laughs> bold decision, yeah. especially because yeah. at that point, usually what happens after that point, you get a lot of other opportunities that open up. You can stay uh-huh. in the company that acquired you. You could take consulting roles. There's all these other paths that are like open up that become lucrative and very, you know, um, opportune but yeah you know to go back in it just i don't know it, it to me it was the excitement of it all i think that was a really bold choice and of course we'll see what happens from all of that but um i really think that that was the big one and so how long ago was that that was so the uh that all happened in uh, the last day of 2015 so 2016 was when things started to get put in place for onlinedegree.com okay. and uh so yeah we're almost you know I would say though it's been like three years because that, you know, I wouldn't really count that year. It was really kind of rough, but um, so yeah, about three years in. Yeah. 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 Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I think, you know, it's just always good because there's a lot of people that are probably in that, in one of those moments right now. And like I say, you know, you could, depending on how you look at it, you could, you know, it's almost like we have those every day. Right. But, but there are some that really stand out and stick out. And I know there's a lot of people that are in kind of that fork, fork in the crossroad or the, the, the fork in the road type moment. And they got to make that decision and it's a tough one. So. Well, you know um, what too, and I, sorry, not to all, I one little piece to that. Yeah. Because I knew it was such a big decision. And obviously I'd been in this rodeo a few times. Yeah. Like I knew 
I knew to be scared, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, to kind of curb that, what I did is I, I wrote myself a letter right before I started, right before, okay. the, right before the opening day, right? Yeah. And I have it up against, I have it up on my wall uh, that I look at it every day. It's a letter on it that I wrote to myself to calm me in what I knew would be a crazy and stressful time to come. And so it's me speaking to myself, offering me solace and comfort in what I know will come and to remember to gain perspective from when I was very calm and optimistic and all those things. I got a picture of my family under that. And I look at that almost every day. It's literally above my desk because it just reminds me when I have like, you know, you know, ups are great, but most of the time it's downs and you get setbacks yeah. and you look at that when during those setbacks and you look up there and you remember, okay, now I'm on the right track. I'm doing it. I'm living my dream. You know, it's, it's, it's a, I it's love that. That's awesome. It. Yeah. yeah I recommend think, everybody do it. Yeah. If you're listening, obviously you are <laughs> to the podcast if you are. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, I would take that and implement it. I think those are the powerful things. Like it's one thing to listen to a podcast, read a book, watch a video, go to a seminar, but it's another to actually take something from it and implement it, put it in the, in the play for your life. And that's, that's a, that's a great one right there to be able to do what, so you do it in like a, like third person or. Yeah. It was almost like I was speaking to myself, like yeah. writing to myself, like, yeah. uh, like I would a stranger, but it was to me. Yeah. 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 I love it. <laughs> Yeah. Great idea. I'm going to do that. I'm going to implement that myself. Uh, that's a great idea. Um, it's crazy. I look back at it all the time and really it's, uh, it, I believe it's, it. Yeah. It's got me through a lot of things. Absolutely. Um, as we do wrap this up, you know, I think you just gave us a good nugget right there, probably without even realizing it, but um, what are one or two things that you could leave with the listeners on top of that, that, that if they were to implement today um, would help move their life forward today? I think the number one thing that every person has to ask themselves is 3000 year old maxim from ancient Greece. Um, it's know thyself. Mm. I think that is the absolute key to being happy and to be successful. And this is something that I tragically find that most people never really get to know. And just to give you some background on this. So in ancient Greece on the temple of Apollo, the temple of Apollo was the, Apollo was the God of wisdom. So this was the temple of wisdom. It was inscribed on the entrance. And the, the rationale was that how could you know anything if you don't know yourself? How could you be yeah. wise if you don't even know yourself? The thing you should know better than anyone else. And to me, that has been critical because once I actually decided that I knew myself, it was really easy for me to construct my life to know how I would be successful and how it would make me happy. So I'll give you an example. You know, I, in, in, in like, let's say startups. Let's say you're going to create a startup. And you always hear people come up with all kinds of you know, factors in determining that good business, right? Oh, is it can it scale? What's gonna make money? Never, I never, ever, ever hear entrepreneurs ask themselves, is this right for me? Is this the right business that'll make me happy? It's, it's like never even a consideration. It's the most important consideration. Yeah. Or like, and I'll give you a more practical example. Let's say you are someone who um, you know, is not a good manager. You don't like interacting with people. Well, then you absolutely should not create a business where you have to manage a ton of people. Bad move, right? Like that Marcus Friend example. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Or if, you, uh, if you're a board shorts kind of guy, and that's like the way that your kind of style is, you don't want to pick a role where you have to be in a suit every day doing right. on-call sales. That's, that's yeah, a bad yeah. idea. You're, you're, you're going to be unhappy. So anyway, I think that that's the most critical thing. And you should give yourself the gift of a few months of introspection to ask yourself. 
Yeah, that is. It's uh, extremely important. And you, I think you do. You see, you see it all the time or you hear it all the time, right? <laughs> the board short example, I think, is a great one, right? Where they're like, ah, oh, you know, it's this board short guy. I was forced into, to wear in the street-free suit. I hated it. Like, it, it wasn't me. It wasn't authentic. And then, uh, and then maybe they'll go on and they'll create this business. And now they just wear, they just, they do. They own thyself. And they're known as the board short guy, right? Because right. <laughs> that's right. who they are and they love it. And they thrive because of that, because people love just, you know, people that do are real. So that's, that's it, man. It's all about yeah. authenticity. I think you nailed it. It's all about being real. If you're real, everything just, it's just easy. And, uh, and like, look, you're also an entrepreneur, so you get this, right? I think so as entrepreneurs, you and I both here, our circles are full of entrepreneurs. You, you do always a lot of exercises as part of that to say, you know, what's a cool business idea? And you kind of talk through it you and I could probably on our hands that when someone's talking about an idea and all the factors put up on our hands, how many times someone says, but is this idea going to make me happy? It's like zero. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. never a consideration. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's always like, yeah, what's the business model? Yeah. You know, could we advertise? You know, man, man, wait a second, back up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> First question, is this going to yeah. make me happy? That's probably the most important question. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. Yeah. I think it's zero for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I appreciate you coming on today and it's, uh, it's been a blast. What, you know, what would be some ways that the listeners can, can follow, follow you, find out more about um, you and, and onlinedegree.com, which is obviously where they could go for that. So. Yeah. Well, Nate, thanks for having me, man. I really enjoy this. I've been looking forward to talking with you and your listeners. Yeah. I, uh, onlinedegree.com is the website, probably easy enough. And then uh, I'm really big on LinkedIn. So, you know, if they, uh, if you want to go on to LinkedIn, you can search my name, Grant Aldrich or mm-hmm. the company and, uh, yeah, great to follow you on there. I'm really active. On Perfect. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking time again, Grant. And like I said, it's been a blast. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me, man. You bet. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. Of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader, I'm a leader, wait, cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. <laughs> if I said it, then I meant it. I probably already did it. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this championship leadership podcast. Hey, Bailey. Hey, babe.